0: Well, hello, people of Defend the House, and welcome back to another monthly review roundup. I say monthly, but we haven't done one since May.
1: Yeah, it was the April review roundup.
0: Yeah, well, it's been a quiet period of time when it comes to AAA titles. It feels like there hasn't really been anything since God of War. We've been waiting. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a cold... Waiting
1: impatiently. Not, not in any way were, were we patient either during this no. horrible drought that we suffered through.
0: It was a severe drought of nothing but Fortnite and indie games. Yeah. And I wasn't really interested in Fortnite, so I was looking forward to some AAA stuff. But finally, we have stuff. We have the very anticipated Spooderman for PS4. Excuse me, Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man? Marvel's Spider-Man. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Right. And we will probably also be doing something that we said we might do when we first reviewed Destiny 2. When we first ever reviewed it, we said that we might come back in a year and talk about the progress. Because obviously Destiny is a... I don't know what you call the genre. A, a lifestyle live, game. Yeah,
1: live game. A
0: live, a live service, something that continues to grow as it goes on. And we knew we couldn't judge it until uh, it was pretty much near the end of its life cycle. And it is, and it's been something. Yes, So it has we're going to talk about, yeah, we're going to talk about that somehow. I don't know how we're going to summarize that, but we're going to try. Yeah, but until we'll then, fuck, no, I'm not looking forward to that. But until then, let's start off chronologically with the with the triple a stuff uh spooderman marvel's spooderman yes for ps4
1: from insomniac n-
0: yes from insomniac <laughs> a studio which i absolutely love
1: yes i would i would echo that uh maybe a little i may be like a little newer to the i like insomniac <laughs> games even though i have liked them i just was late to playing a lot of their games but uh that's a good studio. They make good games. They treat yeah. their people real well. They have a very good track record of making fun games. And
0: and it's nice to see them get the spotlight for one. Because yeah. even though Sunset Overdrive was fantastic, oh. it doesn't really feel like it really went
1: as far as it should have done. I don't even think it saw a nightlight. Uh, just <laughs> no one. No, you and I are the only people that played and liked that game. It's very tragic. Well, that's a shame. We
0: Yeah, that is a shame.
1: Yeah. I remember when they announced Spider-Man, you know, mm-hmm. they showed the trailer at E3 and I was like, "Oh cool, all right, Spider-Man." And then they at the end it was like from Insomniac Games. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm sold. I'm on board. Done." You, like you don't need to sell me on an Insomniac Spider-Man game because it made such oh, perfect yeah. sense. You know, going yeah. from Sunset and and the Ratchet games to mm-hmm. Spider-Man. It's like, "Well, here's a studio that makes fun adventures with with, you know, a good sense of humor." uh good gameplay good Good traversal yeah and it was like okay good so done and uh and so i just sort of sat back and waited for it to come out i was i was very excited
0: because i have a bit of history Mm. with spider-man in games i played the original one on the playstation one when i was a wee youngster which i have some great memories of and then spider-man Two on the PlayStation Two was a fan favorite of mm. my uh, uh, childhood. Street among my friends, we would all play Spider-Man Two, just kind of swinging around. Because at the time, movement in games wasn't very exciting back in uh, back in the PS Two days. So to have to swing around was was good. It was it was thrilling, and I kind of forgot when this game was coming out that there was going to be stuff to do in the game because I was just kind of thinking about that nostalgia of swinging around and I was just looking forward to the movement system in Spider-Man. But there's, there's a lot going on in this game, more than I expected there to be. And I don't really know where to start because I whenever would, you come into these open world games, you can kind of break them down into mm-hmm. like combat, open world, story, so I'm not sure where you want to
1: begin. I was also going to say there is a lot going on in Spider-Man
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I think there may be a little too much... Or it's not necessarily that there's too much. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot in Spider-Man. And I don't know that yeah. it all needed to be there. I don't know no. that any of it is... I don't think any of it is necessarily poor or detracts from it. But it's just sort of... I was surprised at how much stuff is just in Spider-Man. Uh, but maybe we yeah. can get to that later. I, I I also agree. I'm not sure. How about the... How's the swinging, Joe. Were you happy with the swinging?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, done. Moving on.
0: It is a good place to start. Because it's yeah. the one thing that I was really excited about. And the game does a really cool thing where you don't start out as Peter Parker walking around. You start off the game swinging. Yes. He, like hands the controls over to you mid-swing. And it feels fantastic. I sometimes, even though I've basically completed everything in the game that I care about, sometimes I just want to swing around the city. I don't really have anything to do except the crimes And it just feels really, really good. And I remember the first thing I did when I started swinging. uh, In the PS2 days, there was like visual trickery where Mm. the ropes would just attach to nothing. It would just beam into the sky. It was like a bit of an illusion where you couldn't really turn the camera behind you. So the first thing I did was turn around and see if every piece of webbing was sticking to stuff. And, I, and it was. Yeah. Every piece of webbing sticks to something and you act accordingly depending to what it sticks to. And sometimes, I don't know if you ever had this, you're swinging around and you just try and web and nothing happens. And you're like, uh, excuse me, game, are you doing anything?
1: It's like, it's because you're, you're in you realize, Central Park. <laughs> There's no yeah. buildings
0: around. And it does a really good job of like dynamically picking the right stuff. Because yes. even in like Central Park, the, it clings onto trees and it's pretty generous with... Uh, propelling you far enough sometimes uh, unrealistically to make sure that your momentum
1: carries on but boy does it feel good yeah the swinging they do a really good job of like treading the line between uh what what feels like just auto like you you're barely doing anything and Mm -hmm. you actually having control like they I think I mean the reality is you can pretty much just hold down the right trigger and push forward right but like yes you they make it feel like you can have a decent amount of control over it. Like, you can, you know, sort of let go of right trigger when you want to. You can, you know, jump out of your swing at different points. They they do a really impressive job of, like, you know, eh, it's a video game, but, like, it feels and looks really realistic. And I, I went in expecting yeah. the web, like, the, the webs to not attached to anything you know and so when i got in it was like oh like every web shoot swing that you do is hooked on to something and you can tell you know what you're hooking onto because of where this where the webs are going i was like wow that's mm-hmm. i'm very impressed by that uh and they have like,
0: like tiny little bits of agency into yes. the web swinging where you can wall run and spin around corners and you can do the thing where you zip onto a point and you kind of explode off of it yeah and it's never necessary but it's just a bit of movement variety that you can choose to do which feels great when you're chaining it all together.
1: Yeah. They make it feel like you are like you have a lot of agency in the movement when the reality is you, you you really don't you aren't doing that much but the feel is there and it feels like you're constantly making decisions on how you want to go about the traversal and uh Yeah,
0: you know there's navigating buildings and like a little <laughs> bit of pathfinding on your, yeah. your behalf. There's, there's, a, there's just enough to make you yes. feel like you're doing
1: it and yeah the the traversal is super duper good like it's the most important part of a spider-man game really uh and it's not they also and this sort of ties into like just general presentation of the whole game but like there's a lot of really smart just visual things that they do like with the motion blur which you might have probably turned off but it's really good <laughs> i
0: turn it down this time not. Oh, off. that's good
1: yeah like it only blurs like the edges of the screen the way the camera sort of goes off kilter when you do like a hard swing to the left or right like the camera's barely keeping up with you it's super well presented the swinging stuff and like enhances the feel of the swinging which sort of ties into the just you this was your first ps4 pro game right your first new yes. ps4 pro game yes how was that? It
0: looks pretty damn good. Yes, it does. It's the first game I've ever played in 4K. Mm. Actually, I, I played like Yakuza, which is, you know, basically a Japanese comic thing. So
1: I'm pretty sure it that just, actually doesn't even have PS4 Pro support.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't look fantastic. No. So Spider-Man was a bit of a step up. And it, it looks phenomenal. It looks essentially like as refined as a comic book-esque game ever. Ever really needs to look. It's so shiny and sleek. yeah. and the lighting uh, engine is oof, 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 it looks good. <laughs>
1: you know what is the most impressive part of the visuals, which I think will tie directly into what I think the best part of the actual game is, which is the story stuff. Um, the cutscenes are incredible, mm. like just visually speaking, first of all, like yeah, they look so good. I was blown mm-hmm. away by it, especially a couple of those late game cutscenes where, you know, things happen out at the Raft uh, prison. Yeah. Uh, every single cutscene in that game looks unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's come up. I feel like we've said it lots this year where it's like, do we really need games to look a lot better than this? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I really don't know we did have
0: this discussion on a podcast i think yeah and when it, when you're going for a graphical style along these lines where it is comic book themed like you're not when you're not going for photorealism i feel like you just hit a wall where it's like do things need to go any further than this
1: yeah it just looks so clean this the game strikes a good balance in the way that a naughty dog game does where it's like okay like you know it's it's stylized it's a little cartoony but it's mm. also still but it's still going for like photorealistic in their sort of cartoony vision, right, and yeah. the cutscenes, you know, like the world of of Spider-Man is pretty much fair super realistic. But then the cutscenes, the way they light, I noticed this late, and I I went back and watched a few cutscenes, and they do this a lot. They light their cutscenes really intelligently. They put like a big, if you pay attention, a lot of the cutscenes, especially when there's a villain, it's like they have a helicopter spotlight on them, and it gives this yeah. really nice side lighting to all the action. So you can see clearly what's happening all the time. And you get these nice shadows on everything. And it's just... I had played um, Ratchet & Clank Future, A Crack in Time, over the summer. Which was another Insomniac game. And I was impressed when I played that at how good and entertaining the cutscenes were and the storytelling was in that. Especially versus Ratchet & Clank 2016, which just had clips from the bad movie. And... (laughs) You can really see it in in, in Spider Man. It's like, oh, Insomniac are really good storytellers, uh, in a way that was kind of shocking, uh, and, you mm. know. And it's like, their cutscenes are all really well put together, but the story stuff in Spider Man was the most surprisingly great thing about the game, I think, for me. Uh, yeah, because I had no idea what
0: they were going to do, yeah. and I remember seeing the last e. Three trailer and being a little bit surprised to see cutscenes in the first place, which is a weird thing to say. But I was so distracted by uh, how the game's going to play that right. I forgot that games need campaigns and stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: and, and like it starts off, you know, fine, and and there's some good moments, you know, here and there. There's some good scenes with like Mary Jane and uh, Peter and aunt may and you know that's all good and the story maybe drags a little bit in the middle where you're just kind of like going from one place to another trying to track down yeah the the pacing was a bit
0: off during that chain of events where you're just going from person to person
1: yeah but i think you know what i mean well i do yeah it's sort of just like um it's a little bit like that the late stuff in God of War where they're like, oh, we're ready to go to the thing. Oh, just kidding. We need one more MacGuffin. Go get that mm-hmm. thing. And they just sort of repeat yeah. that one too many times. Um, it's like all the stuff before the raft
0: started to kind of drag on.
1: Yes. And I was sort of, I was a little disappointed that the stuff with raft happened so late in the game. Mm. Because it gets like super exciting for the last like five hours. And I wish yeah. that had maybe been stretched out and brought forward a little bit. But yeah, every cutscene is so well written, and the like, you know, facial performances and the acting, the voice acting, it's all super, super good. And yeah, I was not expecting that. Like, <laughs> uh, I sort of, like you, had just, you know, I was like, eh, whatever, it'll have a story. I'm sure I won't really care much about it. Um, but I did, especially near the end of it, where they ramp the stakes up. A lot and then like the last thirty minutes of that game is like really emotional.
0: <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Uh, I think and- I think they just did a good job with Peter. Yeah, I- I'm not he's saying great. that anyone else in the in, in the cast is bad, mm-hmm. but I found like watching three different renditions of Spider-Man in cinema. Yeah. The biggest difference to me is if you like Peter Parker and if he seems a bit like a clumsy kid. Mm-hmm. And I think this is my favorite Peter Parker in entertainment. I think oh, yeah. I like it more than Homecoming.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, I think
0: the Peter voice actor is really good. He's great. And they do a yeah. nice job of he's like almost bulletproof in his emotions all the way through the game. Just such a wholesome guy. Yes. And then just a little bit of like selfishness and weakness comes right at the end, and it kind of hits home after like twenty hours of him just being. The best nice neighborhood Spider-Man.
1: Yes. They really do a good job of embracing that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man thing. Like, he is a super nice guy. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little too nice at times. It's like, oh, Peter, stop it. You're making us all look bad. God damn it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was really, really struck by by just the quality of the storytelling throughout, but especially near the end of the game. Uh you know people yeah, the are like was really good, there's like people weeping at the end of that game, and I'm like, wow, this is and like it's not awkward or weird in the way that like emotions can be we- kind of bad in video games, you know, like people don't cry in games almost ever because I don't think anyone yeah. knows how to write a story or make those scenes come across as not being totally weird uh
0: oh oh, I have a point to bring up that's kind of weird okay and it's kind of a little bit of a spoiler, so I don't know if you want to bleep it out Oh, whatever. But there's a point at the end. Mm. This is gonna make me sound like a real creep. Where Peter and Mary Jane kiss, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Wow, that looked like a real kiss." Yeah, it did. <laughs> it looked like the first real kiss in video game history.
1: I remember the Uncharted Four kiss being really good, where like, okay, the nose, the cartilage of the nose was like properly bending, you know, and it's, yeah. And, but of course, it's a naughty dog kiss, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, no, that's a that's a good thing to point out, like it, you know kisses in video games always look terrible yeah really awkward it's like oh the two barbies are putting their faces against (laughs) each other like this isn't (laughs) awkward at all yeah and yeah yeah, no that's a test that's a good example of of the quality of their cutscenes and their storytelling is uh those two have a good relationship and it's well written and it's well played and well executed and Mm-hmm. And they, the kiss looks human and normal. Like, that's not a small accomplishment, you know? Uh, yeah. And yeah, I, I was... Sort of like the Batman games, which, unfortunately, we will probably... Comp- I will have to probably bring up Batman more than once in this, oh, in this 100%, chat. <laughs> 100% when we get to combat. 100%. Um, but, you know, the Batman games, I remember being really surprised by the storytelling in the Batman games. Um, I remember mm-hmm. really liking... The Kevin Conroy version of Batman, and of course, Mark Hamill's Joker, you know, that. And all those cutscenes were really well done. And it's the when you have really well done cutscenes, the writing has to be just like fine, you know, and you sort of forget about any sort of maybe slight issues in the writing, which I don't think Spider Man really has. Uh, nah. And yeah, I, I that was the biggest surprise for me was like, wow, this the 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 characters are great, Peter's great, uh. The story goes really to some good spots near the end and is super well told. Uh, that was yes, good. That was my biggest surprise with Spider-Man. And I, I wanted more. Like when it was over, when this main story was over, I was like, oh, that's, I would have played, you know, another five or 10 hours of like more of that good quality storytelling that they get to in the last five hours, which, you know, I'm sure they'll they'll probably make another one of these games. Uh I
0: wonder, yeah, maybe, <laughs> who knows. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. not sure how it sold, but maybe they make another one. Um do you want to transition on to the story missions?
1: Sure. Sure. Because
0: there there's some the story missions of they try <laughs> They're a little all some over the place. Good variation. Yeah. They try to keep them varied, which I appreciate. I think the highlights are The ones that resemble what we saw at E3, where he was chasing the helicopter. And it's almost very much a Marvel cinematic moment, like what you see in the movies. And it it feels like a Naughty Dog experience. It's incredibly movie-like, and there's two like that in the game. And I think they're the highlights. There's boss fights, which look incredible, but are a little bit mechanically simple i'm glad you said that yeah a bit dated where it's quick time events and doing a pattern over and over again and i think that's fine because boss fights are boss fights and they're definitely just going for a cinematic feel when it comes to those encounters but i remember playing the ps1 game and in (laughs) the ps1 game when you fight rhino you just have to make him run into stuff and stun himself and it's a mechanic I've seen like a thousand times. And I was kind of a bit shocked when it was the exact same thing mm. in this game. Except you're fighting the Scorpion at the same time. Right, yeah. And like there's I- the bit where you're doing a Scorpion mission and it's like, ugh, the, the, the typical hallucination mission that every video <sighs> game needs. From yeah. every Far Cry to every Batman with a Scarecrow. There has to be a hallucination sequence. And it's just a couple of... Uh, copycat mechanics in the story Mm. missions which feel like they observed what everyone else was doing and felt like they had to put in yeah and they're probably the weakest part of the game and i don't know if you want to say anything before i go into the obvious elephant in the room Uh, yeah let's save that for
1: a minute uh i was gonna say the exact same thing about the cut the the boss fights um Mm -hmm. i remember thinking and especially because there are quite a few boss fights near the end um I remember thinking, boy, I would just love to sit back and watch these because <laughs> me, okay, you know, like every boss fight is just dodge, dodge, dodge. Okay, now you can hit triangle to, and then punch him a few times. And then you just repeat that like seven times. Like yeah. it's not a fight, it's just you killing time until the button prompt comes up. And
0: yeah, it's more of an interactive cutscene. Yeah.
1: And that was apparent like that's the first boss fight of the game all the way to the last i i just wish it had been a cutscene because they look so great and playing them gave me nothing in fact i, know, actually, I was just sort of I, bored i
0: feel like i feel like the first boss fight was the one that i hope most involved in well I sure can't remember yeah. what the guy's name was the shocker Fisk. guy yeah we'll in, in the bank oh, oh the no, no, shocker the, 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 the... guy yeah, that one actually, I was like, oh, I was figuring stuff out. Oh, I hated but that maybe, one. But <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe like a couple of hours into the game, you're so used to just dodging, yeah, and doing the yeah. basic mechanics that they feel like they play themselves a bit.
1: Yes, I agree, and um, and also, and this will come up again when we talk about Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, I realized with a couple of game mechanics this year that I never want to see them ever again in a video game, and hallucinatory sequences in video games need to go into the garbage, and I don't necessarily think that Spider-Man was the breaking point, it was Far Cry, which is, Far Cry 5, 5, which is like 80% garbage, I can't, you know, we can't get back into that, um, (laughs) but like, Spider-Man does it, and, you know, it's fine, like, it's it's harmless, whatever, um, for the most part. And, you know, it made sense in Batman because that's the whole, that's the Scarecrow's thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though by the third, even the second Batman game, it was a little tired. In the first one, it was like, wow, this is super awesome and creative, but...
0: I mean, in the context of Spider-Man, it
1: did make sense because you well, were sure, stung by he, the Scorpion. had to th- yeah, yeah, but it's like, devs, we can, we can move on. Like, we're not yeah. missing any, like, no one will miss these, uh, They're just, they're dumb and they serve no purpose, I don't think. Uh, And I really am so tired of them.
0: Feels a bit like a trope at this point.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, And the other thing that I think needs to go away from all video games forever, uh, unless your whole game is built around it, is uh, stealth sections.
0: (laughs) Yes. Insta fail.
1: Insta fail stealth stealth sections. sections. Um, Go. No thanks.
0: What a. a what a weird design choice. Yeah. And also, there, there's a lot of them as well, to the point where there's even points to the game where it's a bit honed in. There's one scene where Miles can't be bothered to queue for one of those security yeah. uh, checkpoints, so he just jumps a fence. So you're forced to do a stealth section. And it's like and it's three like, minutes long. <laughs> it's like, you've written this in. Yeah. This isn't in the context of the story. There's one where like Mary Jane is doing a sneaky thing inside a base, which makes sense. But... There's some where they just it feels like they're trying to make them appear more often and I just don't understand why. If there's yeah. like one or two of them as a novelty thing, could it fits in with Mary Jane's storyline, uh, which it does at times. There's one which actually I think works quite well.
1: Yes. In Grand Central. The,
0: yeah. in Grand Central, where you're actually switching between her and like Spunerman. Yeah. Yeah. That made sense in the context of the story. But there's some especially with Miles where it just like forces you to do them. Yeah. And they just feel out of place and from a design decision, you're like you know, no one likes these, right? People yeah. have been complaining about this since Assassin's Creed, so it, it's just a very strange uh, it's, choice.
1: I think if there had been like two or three of them, I would have been fine mm-hmm. with it, you know. And if it was all like Mary Jane, she's sneaking into this, and then the Grand Central one, and then maybe one other like that, that, that would have been okay. Um, yeah. And like, I look at it and I think, did do these exist because Marvel or or Insomniac wanted? players to be able to play as other characters in the spider-man fiction that they like you know people like mary jane people like miles morales did they want to did they just include those for like fan service and didn't know how else to do it uh i don't know Maybe. but they like they really suck (laughs)
0: like yeah there's a couple which are really bad
1: and there it again it's not like there are two or three there's like a dozen of them and in the Near the end, it's like every other mission, there's one of them. It felt like,
0: uh, yeah, the AI is useless as well. They're,
1: t- yeah, it's bad. Like, I just, and they keep going and they keep like adding new mechanics <laughs> in where it's like, now you can hack these things, now you can throw these distractions. Yeah. And it's like, I don't yeah. care. Like, why is this here? It was very strange. Um,
0: yeah, especially, it's like Whiplash from playing as Spider Man. Yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to be a bit of variance in speed, but I don't. I don't want to slow down. <laughs> no,
1: no. Yeah. If the only one had been the Mary Jane one, I think that one would have been cool. And that would have been sort of like a unique standout mission. Yeah, um, that was a fun little novelty where you
0: were like asking Spider-Man to pick stuff up. And you got to see essentially Peter from a different perspective, except for your own. And then you did a little bomb diffuse thing. Spoiler. Yeah. And it was uh, that was fun.
1: I like that part. Uh, but jeez, I don't know why there are so many of them in there. Uh, yeah, too many. When they make the sequel to this game, you know, well, maybe you don't know 100%, but I sure as hell hope that that's the first thing that they're like, all right, what did we learn from Spider-Man 1? No more stealth sections. That's like the yeah. first thing they write get, on the whiteboard.
0: Get, get rid of them.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. They serve really no purpose whatsoever. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. There's a, there a couple hit or miss missions in the game. And just a bit too much Mary Jane stuff. And all of Miles' missions yeah. kind of felt like they didn't need to be there either.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I You can
0: you can develop him in cutscenes. Exactly. Can, you don't need to do a stealth section with him.
1: Yeah. Um, which was sort of frustrating.
0: Uh, what yeah, else? it's a shame.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but apart from that, I think the missions were pretty good. A lot of variation in them.
1: Yes. The couple of big set piece missions are incredible. Uh, the helicopter scene was great. The, everything at Raft, you know, was excellent. Oh, the, yes, that was so good. The final fight sequence was pretty good just because it looked so good. Uh,
0: yeah, like the boss thing is a minor complaint because even though it's not very involved for you as a player, they still look good. Yeah. And I like cinematic moments in gameplay. Totally, yeah. As long as the game isn't like a walking simulator made to be a movie and there's uh, Spider-Man isn't, there's, there's a lot of you playing the game. So if there's just a little bit of a quick time event in a game like that, where you're playing for 25 hours of it and watching for five hours, I'm I'm okay with that.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And the the good missions are very good. And I... Yes. I would have liked a little more of them, even though the big set pieces I know are <laughs> insanely expensive to make uh, from a production point mm. of view. But, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> how did you like the combat?
0: I really liked the combat. Interesting. I, I really, really liked it. The, it was pretty much i would say completely completely stolen from batman without a shadow of a doubt it feels like the next iteration of that combat system it feels like they almost consulted with rocksteady Mm. yeah yeah about the combat system because it just feels like they've taken that and they've just added a couple of layers but what i loved about the combat system was the integration of gadgets i think that's what gave the combat system so much variation is when you started to figure out how to use your pretty large arsenal of spidey gadgets and when you start to bring all of those into combat there was just a lot of ways to tackle combat i will say the only thing i didn't really like was fighting the mercenary guys near the end
1: oh yeah the the flying boys yeah i did not like them
0: yeah, they were like too visually the same for me. And sometimes you can't hit them because they have armor on and then yeah. you like knock their arm off. But then I'd get confused when there's six of them and I would try to hit the non-armor guy. And they're but up hit in the, the air, guy. like
1: above you, out of view as well, you know.
0: Yeah, they were the only guys who I didn't really enjoy. But apart from that, I, I really enjoyed the combat. I thought it was fluid, pretty easy to learn. I was actually getting my ass kicked at the beginning of the game. About yes. three or four hours in, I got
1: to grips of it a lot. That was um that's another thing I think they could have done better. uh, the beginning of this game is a lot uh y- yes, rough in twenty minutes, you have your full move set, you know, and everything basically except your gadgets is is told to you, and all the enemy types are introduced basically in the first like half an hour mm. uh, and I was completely overwhelmed by the combat. Uh, for the first while in the game. The Batman games... I was was getting owned. The Batman games were really good at, like, you're fighting this... Okay, here's the basic enemy. You fight just the basic enemy for, like, 45 minutes. And then they put in... Here's one new type, and you fight both of them. And then here's the heavy guy, and then here's the shield guy. You know, and they slowly dole that out over, like, six hours. Whereas this, it was just, like, 30 minutes in, you know here are your 50 different moves. And I was like, holy shit caught away. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa, his whoa. had a
0: slide under shield and his had a jump off of walls. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, ah, okay.
1: Yeah. And then, so I played a lot of the Batman games. I don't know if, mm-hmm. we, I think we've talked about it before. Um, Asylum and City, I've played those games quite a lot last generation. Um, and so I had a big problem with the Spider-Man combat because ...of the Batman combat, I had to, like, spend a long time unlearning... Rewiring your... Yes. Yeah. Re-wi- yes. Because in Batman, the Y button, or the... A.K.A. the triangle button, is is counter. But in Spider-Man, mm-hmm. it's circle. And... <laughs> okay, yeah. It took me probably ten hours before <laughs> oh, I stopped okay. fucking up the dodge. Okay. And so that meant for, like, about ten hours... I wasn't very much enjoying the combat at all. And that's, that's not really a fault of the game, it's just a fault of the way my brain was wired to <laughs> interact with this style of combat. Um, yeah. Because it is for all intents and purposes identical. Yes. Um the whole game is a Batman game except it's Spider-Man. Like it's structurally <laughs> like co- you know, it's they 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 took they looked at Batman and they're like, "Well, let's just do that." Except you know our own, <laughs> well, okay. and that's a little reductive. But like a, li- a little bit. But it you know they they are not hiding their inspirations from Batman, uh, no. which is fine. Bat those games were tremendous, and they like changed the. They established basically a new genre, right, of like open world mm. superhero games. Um, once the combat clicked, I would say I still never loved it. I definitely could. Okay. I definitely started to enjoy it a decent amount i especially liked the ability that lets you chain takedowns uh at least once and you like build Mm. up your focus meter really quickly so you can just like do takedowns over and over again i like that um i think there are too many gadgets it sort of suffered that like Problem that we've talked about many times, where it's like there are all these tools at my disposal, but I'm just going to use the one that works really easily every time, which is yeah the electric web which... and like the web oh, bomb, so good. you know, and I would just use those.
0: Uh, yeah, there, there was a oh you didn't use the impact web, the impact web was amazing.
1: Oh, and that one, yeah, that's the God, like that the so four, you have like four shots, right, and it would like shoot and it them, flings across. them, and stings, yeah. sticks them to the wall. Those yeah, are the so three good. I pretty much only ever use those three. Uh, there were two, yeah, there were
0: few which kind of achieved the same goal they yeah. just like web everyone and it's like well i'm just gonna use this one instead
1: yeah there were two gadgets that i only unlocked like long after i had beaten the campaign one of them like like zero g i don't know like lifts them into the air yeah uh,
0: that's kind of useful for crowd control
1: you chuck that down and it kind of sticks
0: them in the air for a bit. yeah
1: and i never touched the mines ever uh i think there were- again
0: you you can actually if you stick a mine to someone and they walk in front of an enemy, it sticks
1: them together, taking out two people. Oh, that's handy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Uh, that was handy.
1: The gadgets, like, there's a lot of uh, variation to the combat, I think, and a lot of different ways for you to play the combat, which is great. But it was sort of one of those unfortunate cases where I just sort of stuck with what works, and what works were, like, the first three things you got. Um, But I did definitely start to enjoy the combat uh, in the last, like, six or eight hours when you start to get like really overpowered and you can just you're just chaining combos you're chaining takedowns everyone yeah. is webbed up um
0: there's just a couple of skills you get which make you really really powerful like the yeah. one where if you successfully dodge a bullet you can instantly take down those guys right that yes. one's a game changer yeah especially with this goddamn i keep forgetting the name of them what's the name of the last group
1: the uh, sable sable
0: i think so those yeah. assholes <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, the yeah. only
0: time I got frustrated at the game is those outposts. God, those guys were annoying.
1: Mm. Yeah, I was surprised that I, I got frustrated many times throughout the game with the combat. Okay. Uh but I don't think it's because the combat was bad. I think it was primarily because of my my wired, you know, Batman muscle memory. And yeah. I do think I I definitely like the Batman combat more because I feel like you get into like this sort of like meditative trance flow with batman where you're just like punch punch dodge 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 punch 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 dodge punch you know and there's like you're fighting like 50 guys and they're all just running at you and uh
0: i would say i got into that in spider-man
1: that's good that's cool i never really quite got there but it's good to hear that you did
0: there was times where i took down entire entire hideouts without taking a hit wow because yeah, i got into like a zen flow not the the Sable guys—they were fucking impossible. Yeah. Some of the early ones were like the Prison Riot guys. I—I just—I don't know. I felt good. That's I felt good. good. No, at that's it, great. It makes you feel—it makes you feel powerful. Yes. Sometimes unstoppable at times. Yeah. And yeah, I just—I got into that
1: flow and I, I loved it. That's good to hear. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, again, yeah, it, it was primarily just a, a history with other games that fucked me up. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, they—they're really smart. You have. um all those suits have an ability, and once you unlock the suit, you yes. can just use that ability whenever with without the suit. That was really smart. Um, yes,
0: without the suit, yeah, that was smart.
1: What game was it? There was some game recently where they didn't well, do that. Stri- um, I don't know. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't God of War. I don't know. Anyways, there was one game in the last like 18 months that where, where you were like unlocking things, but you had to use the thing to use the ability. And, right. and Spider-Man, yeah, very smart of them to just be like, hey, you can, you can just use whatever ability you want once you've unlocked it. Uh, I like of... that they went stupid
0: with those suits. That's just a <laughs> small compliment. They were really, yes. really dumb with them and it's good fun.
1: Yeah, and I would never wear them for the story missions, but... Yeah. The only one that I wore for the story mission was when you do you order like Halloween party and I was like all right I I'm going to put on a different suit for the Halloween party you know uh <laughs> you're so immersed Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the suits are really good. There's a lot of there's some very good late game suits. Although the one of the first suits you unlock is the noir suit where he has a revolver on his hip and <laughs> I really like that one. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's some really good ones in there.
1: Uh yeah. I think the the last other major thing that I have a problem with with this game is the like I said early on there's a lot of stuff in the game.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't. Was a bit yeah, go ahead.
1: Surprised about uh,
0: the amount of ubification I would say sure. in the game. Yeah, I was a bit nervous when the game starts out with towers. That was a bit like, oh fuck, here we go. And out of all of the side quests that I can think of from memory, the Towers are the only ones that, from a context point of view, don't really make sense in a Spider-Man game. I think they were trying to slow down the map icon crisis, because if you unlocked everything from the beginning, it would be overwhelming. They actually Mm -hmm. dish out these streak of side quests as you progress in the main story, and they sometimes unlock randomly via side quests, so the map isn't cluttered. Eh, It gets cluttered. Oh, yeah. It's not (laughs) immediately cluttered. Yeah, but the towers starting off is very strange. It just doesn't really make sense. You're going around fixing police towers to unlock the map, and that's when I got a bit nervous. Mm. But I would say most of the other uh, side quests and activities in the game make sense in the context of Spider-Man. He's doing like little chores to, to help the civilians... Uh, the crime system makes complete sense because that's what he does he does small time stuff Uh, some are better than others like fetching pigeons is like (laughs) does this make sense and some of the harry osborne eco warrior Uh, quests are like what the hell am i doing here yeah but the thing is so they really stand out as like immersion breakingly weird Mm. but They're so. That felt like to me the area where the developers wanted to experiment. Because I don't know if you did all of them, but some of them are very strange. There's one. The weirdest one is when you're like connecting these cell towers and there's like this wall of electricity on the bottom of the map and in the sky. And you have to like swing within this small window, otherwise, you get zapped. Yeah. And it was so strange. But I think the developers just wanted a small area where they could be like, let's try different gameplay mechanics. And I think. I even pointed out to you in Discord that it reminded me, reminded me a bit of the optional realms in God of War yeah. where the developers wanted to be like, eh, what can we do with this system? Let's put it over here away from the main story. And those uh, those science quests were just a little bit out of the ordinary, but some of them were like, ah, oh, this is a creative use of web swinging that I wouldn't have thought of that worked kind of well. And some <laughs> of them were a bit like, why am I spraying stuff on
1: fish? <laughs> I don't think I did that one. Uh... There's some really strange ones in there. Yeah, God of War, I remember you messaged me, and you, you, God of War felt really cohesive with all mm-hmm. of its stuff, all the stuff in that game. It's like, all this, maybe unnecessarily, like makes a lot of sense in the world and like the story and lore and all that stuff. Spider-Man, it just sort of feels like they just threw a bunch of shit in there. <laughs> We're like, whatever, <laughs> just little, go for it. Um, a little bit, yeah. And I don't really like any of it. <laughs> I, any of it? No, nah, I did like I would I, I think I did like three or four of every you know type of thing like the Harry Osborne the 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 Taskmaster the pigeons, and I was like okay I'm good. Uh, I did all the 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 um, pipe dream <laughs> hacking mini games. Yes, the science <laughs> stuff rude. I don't know why that's in there, but you can. There's a bunch of pipe dream ha- mini games that you can do yes. to get XP. I did all those. Uh, I think they were in Ratchet and Clank as well. I think Insomniac just likes probably them. probably. There's two I different mini game like hacking mini games. Uh, I quite like the weird Spectrum <coughs> lights. Yeah, the I, I enjoyed thing. those. I did all of them. Uh, yeah, me too. But all the open world side stuff, I yeah, I did like two or three of each of them, and I was kind of like okay, like okay, I think I'm good. Um... Uh,
0: the thing is, they had to—they had to figure out a way where why do you have to swing around loads? Yes, you know, because if they did just did the main storyline, a lot of it <clears> isn't <throat> swinging. A lot of it is cinematic stuff where you're doing something different. Yeah, so they had to be like, how do we make you swing everywhere? And then involve lots of activities which make you swing around because that's what you do with Man. Yeah, and they did, and some of them are better than others.
1: One of the side quests is great, where you. Are working basically for a Twitch, a crazy tw- Twitch streamer. Which yeah, I, I that's thought a good that was one. a really funny quest. Uh, it was Fun little really...
0: perspective puzzles, which I, which I thought were pretty unique.
1: Yeah. Um, but all of the side stuff. There's also like a Twitter feed in that game. Like there's. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, lot of game. just like I said. There's just a lot of stuff in that game, and none of it's bad. Yeah. I don't think any of it is bad i just don't think for the stealth stuff well yeah yeah aside from the stealth stuff but i don't think any of it is exceptional and i think there's maybe a little too much of it um Mm -hmm. and i think it's a game that when they make the sequel because you can bet your ass they're making a sequel um they'll refine all that substantially and figure it out and make like a way better game uh in terms of like side stuff and and just sort of flow and cohesion i think uh
0: yeah, it's gonna. Oh, the sequel's gonna be something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, they're gonna make another one. Um, yes,
0: I mean, they nailed the story. Yeah. But most of the missions
1: they nailed. Traversal. They traversal,
0: nailed. which is the hardest part, is down.
1: Yeah, and I would say the combat, more or less, there. Uh, it'll yes. be nice to. Uh, they're doing a new game plus and i feel like i might play a little bit of that because the, I, I, if only just to like replay the opening and not the most shitty like i died so many times in the first like two hours of that game <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah they they more or less like nailed the, the core things you need Um uh, yeah and then they, they just have to like just refine it a little bit you know smooth out those edges here and there um but it was a tricky game, I think, for me. I, I, I Like, I really like Spider-Man. Uh, but then there were, like, a lot of small times where I was like, man, fuck this game. <laughs> and that was mainly just because I was fucking up the combat over and over again. Uh, yeah, I don't
0: think I ever reached that stage. No. It was just, um, there was ups and downs. Some yeah. pacing issues because of the amount of side quests. And yeah, maybe just a little bit too much stuff going on.
1: Yeah, there were more like, downs, quite a few, there were a lot more points where I was down on the game than I ever thought would be the case. But it was never like substantial or long-winded mm-hmm. because five minutes later there'd be, you know, oh, I'd just be swinging or there'd be a great story thing. And and I very much liked Spider-Man, but it was just, I was yes. l- I was a little surprised by how many times I was kind of like, oh man, uh mm. Just, I wish this was slightly better, but it, it it's none of the it's none of the big things that I wish were slightly better. It's all just small things, so it's pretty easy to forget about them, about those small yeah. issues. Yeah,
0: I came away very, very much enjoying the game. Yeah, the thing that I wanted to be good, which was the swinging, was it's flawless. Great. Maybe. Yeah. I, I do have one note about the swinging. Mm. I, I really would have liked, and I didn't even check, but I don't think this is a thing. I really would have liked if there was an option in the options where you could almost activate a hard mode for swinging where it was possible for you to hurt yourself. Mm. Because you cannot swing into traffic. You cannot fail, actually, with swinging. It's impossible. No. There's no yeah. full damage. You cannot swing into like a crane and bonk your head you cannot uh, swing into oncoming traffic. right? And I really, really wanted to swing between traffic. That's one thing I really wanted to do. I wanted <laughs> yeah. to recreate the movie thing where I go in between the car or I wanted the bit where I'm swinging really low yeah. and I just miss a truck. But you can't do that because there's like a barrier where the game auto guides you away from it. And I understand that decision because they want you to feel good as Spider-Man. Because yes. the game is set like quite far into Spooderman being Man. Yeah. So... I understand why he doesn't make full damage, which I actually think is a good decision because no one likes full damage. He's Spider-Man. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe just like a little thing in the options where I can turn off the safety rail, so if I'm bad at swinging, I can bonk my face into a car. Yeah. I think that would have been a really nice bonus. Yeah. Not essential. It's definitely a nitpick, but I, I just I just wanted that moment where I'm like swinging and I just miss something and like scrape by, and I was like, oof, that would have been satisfying.
1: Yeah, because it is really fun to just dive in until the last second and then. Yeah. Yeah swing out of it i was just gonna say also the only times where i thought the traversal wasn't great was when you have to be really precise with it when you're like you need to like stop your swing and land somewhere and you're like oh, you completely yeah. overshoot it you know or climbing up a wall sometimes the wall climbing would be kind of weird and like i would have trouble jumping off the wall like x and circle would yes. i'd have to hit them like I, I, tons I, of times it's like just get off the wall spider-man <laughs> like yeah just, uh it's just a, but like you so rarely encounter that. Like the, for the most part, you're just you don't have to be precise with the swinging, which they know. Yeah. You know. You just Did you
0: find any like the hidden animations, like <laughs> the one where you climb up the fire escapes and you're like hopping in between them?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And there was one which I found. I only saw once, which was almost reminiscent of in Spider-Man Two, where he's on the train, and he dives like through that little gap.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, in slow motion. That, eh? I found
0: oh. I found one of them on a rooftop where there's like a I don't know what what to call it. A, uh, a, thing. A, 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 a cover over like a garden party. And he does oh, that true. little animation where he like huh. zips through it. And I'm like, wow, neat. I don't know if
1: that's common, but I, I've only found it once. That's another area where the game is just like, that game, you know, they spent a-, a lot of money making that game because mm-hmm. there's just so much custom stuff everywhere. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think the only Lato nitpick I have is for the amount of time that you have your face pressed up against windows, there's a lot of just, like, cardboard interiors. And I I thought they could have just used a bit more visual trickery. Just, like, make it reflective. Like, there's a lot of strange times where you're climbing a building and you can see, like, a paper chair. And it's like... But the rest of the game looks so stunning that it's a bit jarring. I don't know if you ever saw some of those paper mache rooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like cube (laughs) map
1: rooms, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like... I understand, like, you know, memory... They look great when you're swinging. yeah.
1: But when you're climbing can, up the can, building, you're like, oh, this is the just same. Can like you made
0: them, like, hyper-reflective glass so you don't see anything but, like, Sp- Spider-Man's reflection? Yeah. But again, it's, nit- it's nitpicking, but the yeah, rest yeah. of the game looks so good that it's just something that stands out when you're climbing a building. Because there are lots see... of nice,
1: shiny buildings in that game where you see a nice reflection, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah those weird, like, copy-pasted rooms, yeah. They look great when you're but swinging, they're... but when you stop and look at them, you're like, oh, my God, what is this? I, and same with the... <laughs> Never forget the boat people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what were they thinking with the boat people why would you be that's a, so a stupid? boat when you're spider-man <laughs> everyone is going to try and swim out to the boat I've, that's the first thing I did what what is wrong with yeah, you well, I saw the boat and I was like I want to get on the boat <laughs> uh,
1: I, I, I've only seen screenshots of it I've never done it in camera like, I don't I care. went straight
0: into the water I was like i got to get on this boat and I was like oh my god what the hell is this yeah they look they look really crazy really strange Did uh, you make them like funny. way further out weird decision, but anyway we're just nitpicking uh, the majority yeah, yeah. of the game is, is good the, Spider-Man's good yeah the open world feels a little bit like they observed Ubisoft and kind of pieced their own stuff yeah. together and some of it isn't necessary I think the crime system is great because that's what Spider-Man does he swings around it's a around little and he-
1: repetitive but it makes sense yes. like crimes happen every day all the time all over the place you know yes. and they're usually and, the and same
0: he's solving the crimes yeah uh, m- maybe a bit too many side quests there's a shit ton of outposts I think there's like four different types there one are, for yeah. the goons, one yeah. for the weird,
1: ugh, I, don't, I can't remember what they're S- called, the negative Sable. guys.
0: It's one for Sable and one for prisoners, like four different types of outposts. Oh like yeah, that.
1: one for the uh, yeah. What are uh, the demons.
0: The demons, yeah, yes. there's a lot of that. Story is great, game looks fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Best game I've probably ever seen, but that's a bit biased because it's the first game I played on my PS4 Pro on yes. my new TV. Yes, yes. yes. Good job, Insomniac.
1: Yeah. I'm happy for him. They deserve it.
0: Yes. It's a great game, and with a bit of uh, spit and shoe shine, it could be a masterpiece by the second game. Yeah.
1: As long as they make Ratchet & Clank between Yes. Them. That's the only Absolutely. stipulation. You're not allowed to make Spider-Man 2 until you make Ratchet & Clank Ratchet 27 and Clank. or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> that was a long talk. mm.
0: Well, there was a lot. There was a lot in Spider Man, but there will be less in Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, because it's pretty much just the third game in the reboot series. The yeah. end of a trilogy, essentially. Thank God. And whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Starting off negative over <laughs> here. I liked Tomb Raider, okay? Which one? This one, Shadow oh, of the oh, Tomb oh, Raider.
1: Oh, okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> well, I've liked the whole trilogy. Yeah, you did. And there isn't, if you know the previous two games, there isn't really much to add to it, except for there's more tombs. I guess, yeah. There's a lot more tombs. And it's in the jungle? It's in the jungle? I've always really liked the tomb stuff in these games. My favourite part of the previous two games are the optional tombs. Oh, yeah. Because you're actually raiding a tomb. And I like puzzles. I like environmental puzzle solving. And I think these are great. I like how I've jumped into Tomb Raider straight into the side quests. <laughs> <and> con- <laughs> because we're going to talk about the story. That's its own little chunk. <clears throat> and that's going to be an interesting chat. So I just want to start outside Tomb Raider. I played in the PlayStation, so the shooting really felt like ass to me. Yeah, Thankfully, there's only heaven- about
1: seven combat encounters in the game. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, I just have not been playing a lot of console yeah. uh, over the last couple of years. So man, did I suck at the shooting in this game. Bow and
1: arrow was, like, I couldn't use it for about four hours. <laughs> just not machine single gun. It, it, I did. It's so much easier. I, I, I specced, like, I early on, I'm like, all right, I'm going to use the bow. You know, I'm going to spec into the bow. And then, like, by the third combat encounter, I'm like, oh, fuck this. I just pulled the machine gun, and, like, you know, you shoot one clip and everyone's dead in the combat and it's like okay why would i and that's just like with a default unupgraded machine gun you just like dump yeah. and they're all dead it's you, like, you get it so early as well why would i spend upgrades on anything in for combat when the combat is so easy and infrequent uh anyway yeah we, i just want to say that Jumping ahead of touch
0: a little bit but i just want to say that the core of this franchise i've always really really enjoyed mm. i like exploring i like climbing uh, and I, I like environmental puzzle solving. I don't really think many games do it. Like Tomb Raider does it. They just give you this big open room and you have to figure it out. It's kind of like an escape the room thing. And I, I just, I just like that. I find it so logically satisfying. And in this game, I played the puzzle stuff on hard mode, so no clues for me. Right. And some of them, were, some of them were pretty difficult on hard. Yeah, because
1: the prior, the last two games. I mean, I only really played Rise, but like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a puzzle, but the reality is you're just gonna hit your detective vision mm-hmm. and then you see the glowy thing, you're like, Oh, I just have to interact with that, you know. Yeah, but, I, I turned it off. Yeah, yeah. That that dynamic difficulty stuff is really cool and it's something yes. that I wish more games would do for do because you can do different you can separate combat, puzzle, and exploration difficulties. And that's a yeah. smart that's a really smart thing. Uh yeah, it really is. That's something that I would like to see more uh, more games do. Um you know, like, I wish I think, Assassin's Creed, like, I want... Let me put the combat on, like, baby mode. And let me, like, you know, maybe have the climbing more involved, you know? something Okay. Like that. I would like that in more games. Uh, so yes, good,
0: it's a cool idea.
1: Yes. Um, I think uh, this game
0: has the best platforming stuff out of the previous games. Really? The, okay, that's Yeah, I really liked it. There's a lot of it. There's some cool <laughs> main story stuff. Uh, the there... totem pole is very iconic. I think it's been used in all the trailers. That's a very cool sequence. The totem pole. What it's is that? It's a giant, crazy totem pole with spikes swinging around, and you've got to jump from thing to thing, hmm. and it's a long puzzle sequence. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> what? It's like this giant pole, and you're climbing it, and like it has arms that spin around, and some of them are oh, spiky. Oh, yes,
1: yes. Okay, yes. Right, yes. I do remember yeah, there's that. Yeah, some, there's some great stuff like that. Um... I was gonna say that one of the other things, one of the other game mechanics that I've turned a turned a corner on this year, oh. Shadow and and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I don't, I don't want to climb things anymore.
0: Oh, um, okay. Because
1: it's completely mindless. You just. I know, but I
0: I still like it.
1: No, I know, and and like I remember really liking it in Uncharted, just because the controller feel was really nice. You know you would reach your hand out and then you get that little vibration when you grab onto something and you keep, and you know, and I was like, oh, this is, but I've hit a point and I hit it with Tomb Raider. I was like, I'm just so bored of this climbing stuff. You just, you hold the forward button and then every like 10 seconds you hit A or you hit X or you hit X and then A and then I'm like, and I was just, (laughs) I've just crossed the threshold with it. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this ever again. (laughs)
0: It's just like... There's, it's so mindless. like and It I'm yeah, just, it but just, just really feels
1: like, so like bloat, like unnecessarily unnecessary filler time, basically. I've uh, always found
0: it so, something so satisfying about
1: like slowly climbing your way from A to B and then looking
0: back and being like, wow, I did all of that.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I've I just totally enjoyed that before, but I, I hit my point with it this year for some reason, just in this oh, last month. Yeah. Um, can I maybe back up a tiny bit? Uh, with the whole Shadow of the Tomb Raider thing I didn't like the first game Um, I didn't really give it oh yeah you didn't, I forgot I didn't give it a a ton of chance when it Mm -hmm. was new but I was really put off by just just the tone of it they're like, let's beat up Laura and it's so self-serious and I was just like, "Eh, I'm not in the mood and then I played Rise and I really liked Rise Um, Hmm. and that game is of course also too self-serious and the writing is bad but it was a fun game to play, good Good puzzles, you know. The comet was whatever. It had lots of nice environments, and it was a fun, gamey-ass video game. Mm-hmm. That's a that was a video game-ass video game. Same with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, and I went into Shadow of the Tomb Raider really. I was really ready for it. I was like, hell yeah, just another fun, comfy video game-ass video game. And I I played like the first two hours of it in one sitting. I was like, yeah, this is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the heck out of this game. Um I hated Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh. I hated it. <laughs> what? Really? Uh, there's so many weird little things that that fit into each other, that interlock into each other to make me just really not like it at all. Um, Interesting. And I it was fascinating to play it. Uh the, the the biggest well maybe I should we we should really save the biggest thing for the for a little later which is the story um, okay. like
0: I don't really have a lot to comment on outside the story because it's just the same as the other two games from my perspective
1: okay oh, okay so I'll I'll, I'll say it I, the I mean it's been very you know this is a very self serious franchise yeah. Un- unnecessarily self serious but that's fine they they can do what they want um, this game is like comically self-serious, um in a way that is just baffling to me. Um Yeah, it's not yeah. And I was fine with the self seriousness of Rise because it didn't really get in it didn't really infect the other parts of that game. Like, you know, you go into the tombs in Rise and you're like, oh it's a nice like cathedral, you know, an abandoned cathedral and you do the you do the puzzle. Or or it's, you know, a, a weird forgotten cave system and you do the puzzle and but the self-seriousness of this game has bored its way into every nook and cranny of the game it, every mm. tomb is this miserable disgusting bloody corpse-rattled shit show <laughs> like every <laughs> yeah the tombs <laughs> yeah i know that's fine but like it 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 it's so weird <laughs> like initially the story's you know sets up laura as like oh maybe she's gonna be maybe they're gonna sort of like vilify her a little bit which is an interesting idea um Mm -hmm. something they did well in uncharted 4 i mean it was very mild um in uncharted 4 but it's like hey you know nathan drake he's he's a a flawed human being and we're gonna look into that and that was good and shadow they're like hey maybe maybe laura is a shitty person which she is she's a garbage she's garbage yeah um and then they're like, you know, f- and then they like really go places with that where they're like she's like rising out of the water like it's apocalypse now, and like slitting yeah, someone's throat. I was cackling during that scene because um i that was like my breaking point with the game with the story was that scene where it's like they are it was so embarrassing how self serious yeah. it was and and then they just eventually just say, "Oh, whatever it doesn't doesn't matter, let's just forget about that and end the game um." But like the self-serious, it's just I wasn't. I really got super tired super quickly of how miserable ever, ever the whole game is. It's like it's so there's just the like bone rattling and the music and like the every tomb. Like I said, every tomb is just like corpses and death and misery and it's dark and there's like spooky music playing and. <laughs> It's always been like that, though. No, it's not. There were tombs in Rise that were like, here's a mining, like a an abandoned mine. But it's and you know, like there can be a couple of corpses around, but like you're crawling through like corpse pits and corpse piles, (laughs) and there's like severed heads and rotting flesh and. And I get it. It's the jungle, and the jungle is evil and miserable. Kind of like I can't
0: remember what it was like. It was was it Mayan or something? There's like lots of sacrificing and yeah. There's
1: lots of yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally like. I, it makes sense for where they are and what they're doing, right? But like I just wanted it to maybe chill the fuck out a little bit. <laughs> uh and it never did. Like there's a, a long sequence in this game where you're you're fighting like the, the orcs of Moria. Um well, they're humans, but yeah. Are they? Yeah, they're just they're just guys. They don't look like guys, they look like goblins.
0: Yeah, That's because they've been in the in a cave for hundreds of
1: generations. That part was really bad, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they're not the best enemies to fight. Um, they're just gross, gross, gross humans. But yeah, so I was, I, I just, it felt the game was, it was the over, like just the endless self seriousness of it made me long for Uncharted. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was just like, can we just like just, just for like five minutes put the foot on the brake pedal a little bit and just be like all right let's just, let's just let's just let's just like have a little moment of fun or levity at any point no no everything is miserable um which i found that to be very so that was a major thing um
0: well there's the part we get to that like uh desert not deserted that old
1: uh, lost city that's like colorful and there's like Kids yeah for around. like yeah that's sort of nice yeah y- yes that hub area is amazing by the way it's huge yeah. and full of stuff and that that area is nice um but then there's um what was i gonna say fuck i also found the the that sort of is disconnected from the other thing but like the environmental variety i started to get really bored of very quickly it's very jungle based yeah you're in the jungle uh and you never leave it for a second um, everything is just, it's trees, and then you go into a dark tomb and it's just, you know, old stone structures with vines on it. And I remember Rise having, you know, there was like the wintry area, there was the geothermal mm. valley, there's some sort of more industrial, like Russian constructions, there's some, you know, old Catholic stuff in there. Um, but this, by like, I I only played it I think I only have like 12 hours of playtime cuz the story I found actually quite short it only took me like 8 8 or 9 hours mm-hmm. um cuz I just sort of pushed through it to hopefully get it out of the way um but by like 5 hours in I was like, "Oh man, I can we see something just a little different?" and they never do, which again, like it makes sense for for the story and where they yeah. are, but I just was like really tired of seeing the jungle a lot sooner than I thought I'd be. Um, even though the game looks tremendous, like it, it really is a gorgeous game throughout.
0: Um, yes, the uh, the frame rate was lagging on the PS4 mm. in the big city. Sure, yeah, a little bit of a chugging, but apart from that, it looked it looked pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, really nice looking game, but the so the self seriousness in tandem with the tiring me tiring out of the environments led to me not really caring about exploration all that much because i was everything i every time i went somewhere it looked the same i didn't really Um, explore that much except for the optional tombs because they've always been my
0: favorite part of the the franchise yeah and i I did all
1: of those i did not i did maybe four (gasps) did you hit the ship one Nope.
0: oh well okay
1: I mean I have to I do have to play a little more to capture footage so maybe I'll see that one I don't know where There's it a is.
0: giant like pirate ship one it's awesome.
1: Okay, I'm going to find that one and do that then cuz that sounds okay. like something different than a giant corpse pile uh, yeah, with there was a blood few, everywhere and
0: A few of them were, were pretty varied. There's one which like an aqueduct and you're changing water levels that was a good one. Okay, that's
1: good. That's good to hear. Um uh and then so then there's the combat thing which there's not much combat in the game which I think No uh in theory and in execution is quite nice cuz the combat has never been appealing in those games it's been nah. like whatever you get it out of the way and get it done but there's an there the that leads to a surprising issue of i have no reason to upgrade anything and i have no reason i have nothing to spend my my collectibles on right um mm. i was at maximum everything in terms of, the, you yeah, know, like arrows too. and healing. I was at, I had a full inventory like two hours into that game, and I never used any of it. Um, yeah, me too, yeah. And I, you know, I would use the other stuff for upgrades, but then I never used any of the things that I had upgraded because the combat is so infrequent. <clears throat> so it led to me not really caring at all about the skill tree because none of the skills do anything that are useful because there's no combat, and... I I was surprised by that because I I you know I remember like I basically a hundred percent of Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow. By the time I had finished the story, I was like, man, I never want to play this game again. One mm. um,
0: well, one thing I did like about the combat is, I think if this was in Spider Man as well, where they put in this almost easy mode stealth system where it tells you if other people can see yes. one of the enemies, so you can right. take them out with no consequence which makes it super easy mode but for me it makes it very satisfying when you can clean up a whole base very easily just in stealth mode because I didn't like the gunplay
1: the problem with that stealth though is that it takes really long you have to sort of uh, sneak around sometimes i found the most got, efficient got a solution few to just
0: skills oh where, yeah. like you can plant bombs on a body and stuff like that oh, you have yeah, the poison yeah. arrow which makes them go loopy that's when it gets kind of fun to be right. stealthy
1: yeah i didn't engage with any of that because it took too long when you could just pull it, you're going to shoot everything and 30 seconds later it was over. Um, yeah. There's just a lot of weird small design decisions that sort of resulted in me like not engaging with like what feels like more than half of the game. I just didn't touch it like, cause it didn't matter. Um Like why would I do the tombs when like, cause they're good puzzles. Sure. Like that's the only, but like, I don't have much motivation now to you know explore the environments or to see those puzzles because of the issues I talked about earlier. And they, yeah, they might give you gameplay things, but it's like, well, the gameplay doesn't matter. It's like you have all these like craftable, you know, armor pieces, and you can get like better perception or you can get more stuff from hunting. But it's like I didn't touch any of that stuff because well, yeah, why would I? Well, it doesn't a matter. Of, well, a lot
0: of times, a lot of times, I assume these mechanics are there for people who are playing on hard mode.
1: Maybe, but when I, like
0: when I see that stuff, I always assume it's for those guys.
1: Yeah, it was weird just playing it. it some like they switched developers. This is a different studio that did this game from the first two games, um, and it just something's just off with not just with the story and the and the mood, let's say, of the game, but just the like mechanics. They don't all feed off of each other. You know, like a good hmm. I found. In my in my play, I was just like, I barely touched most of the things that are in the game because I couldn't think of a reason why I would engage with them, uh, which was surprising. And uh, yeah, I, I, Shadow of the Tomb Raider f- was like really fucking weird to me. Like, I just, I'm so shocked by how much I hate this game. Like, I just... Sure you just like weren't in the right mindset for this type of game? Well, possibly, but I do, I can't stress enough how off-putting I find everything about the tone of the game to be. It's just, there's no, I never felt like it was f- fun. And I don't know why, maybe I went in expecting to have, I don't know. Uh, the last thing I played like this was Lost Legacy, right? Which was like a, a blast. Uh, yeah. But it was just, yeah, I, I was like tired of the combat. Not the combat, the the climbing. I was just like, this is just a waste of time and the story stuff is terrible and <laughs> yeah, well, the environments we get, weren't fun to yeah. explore. So I just sort of, it's like everything, I had like one problem with everything and that would like cancel out something else. And it resulted in me just like bouncing off of every single aspect of the game. Uh, mm. And I think it all sort of comes back to the tone of it, which was so off-putting to me, which is sort of why I bounced off the first game. Now I'm wondering, like, did I accidentally like Rise of the Tomb Raider? I don't even know! I'm so confused! Oh, I don't know. Maybe you just (laughs) hate Tomb Raider. Fucking, I don't know. It's so confusing to me, because I was really looking forward to it, and really liked Rise. (laughs) I'm baffled. I can can
0: kind of see the complaints, but in comparison to liking Rise... I know, that's the thing, like... (laughs) Yeah. It's not that far from Rise at all. No,
1: that's the thing, like... Mechanically, the game is identical. Like, yeah, it this game is just Rise of the Tomb Raider in the jungle and with a miserable, you know, sad, like depressed tone. And that's it. Like, it's mechanically, like, every all the menus, all the button prompts, the tutorials, the, everything is like pretty much exactly the same. They, you know, they added a couple of new stealth options and a cup, like, one new option to the climbing with the grapple, you know, but that was yeah. it. And like, Structurally, fundamentally, it's identical to Rise, but I just bounced right off of it, like super Interesting. bounced off of it. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I like the the gameplay, except yeah. for the shooting stuff. I like the way it played. I like exploring tombs. I've been with the Tomb Raider franchise since the first game back on the PlayStation One, so I just I just always have liked the the little logical puzzles, and I liked having it in a hard mode and having to look at a rope and almost backtrack it with just my mm. eyes to figure out where something is going and mm-hmm. like how the hell is anything going to interact with oh i just figured something out i just like puzzles and climbing to <laughs> be honest yeah that, <laughs> that's sim- fair like there's man. lots of
1: that there's a lot of tombs and there's lots of climbing stuff like i i really like that they pushed very far away from the combat i think that's really smart uh yeah and i wish you know more games would be like hey it's all right if you're not murdering every 20 minutes. Like, it's okay. You know, just... Yeah. Uh, I, I think would that's say great. I some of the side
0: quests were really boring.
1: Yeah, It's like, I, I did a couple you're
0: just talking to these people in a village. Yeah. Uh, some of them do lead to you going to like little, little areas of the jungle and actually doing stuff. But there were a couple just talking side quests where you're talking to people. And I was like, I don't... I don't give a shit. Yeah. About your problems. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a lost city.
1: Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also, like, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, th- I'm, I, I didn't i did not miss this, I don't think. They set up, like, three big sort of apocalyptic events, right? Uh, they set up, like, there's the flood, and then the earthquake, earthquake. and then the volcano, and then the eclipse. Yeah. Um, they sort of forgot about that, and just sort of, I feel like they took the third act of the game and made it 30 minutes long. Because uh, you, you go to that other village, right, the little town... Yeah, and then at the end of that town sequence, you suddenly are escaping like a colossal landslide slash pyroplastic flow from a volcano, and they only I don't remember. And you're like escaping the village as it's like crumbling around you, and then you jump on a boat with Jonas, and then the next scene is just them puttering back to the town to the like main big house. yes hub. that was that was so weird and like no one acknowledges it and there's no explanation whatsoever for what happened and then yeah, i was really you just go to the end of the game and there's like you're a final with jonah mission. yeah and then he's like go on without me and then yeah. you go on without him and, and then, then the jump whole town explodes
0: <laughs> and then you're just back on the boat with him It's like what yeah. the fuck
1: where'd you come from and the earthquake and the volcano never happen I or think they, that was the earthquake. or they both happened in that scene I don't know I, I was so lost and then there was I just like know. a final mission where you like absorb the power of the sun or some f- fucking crazy bullshit. yeah we, okay let's 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 get into the story because we need, we need to talk about the story
0: sometimes I can be really bad with following stories I have a really bad <laughs> habit of uh yeah, on my zone out on my PC setup I have a really bad habit of sometimes like putting on a podcast or, th- or something because I like to multitask and I like to try and consume multiple things at once <laughs> to be efficient. But with Tomb Raider I played it in my in my comfy lounge on the TV on my PS4 Pro so just me in the game and I have no fucking idea what happened in this game. Yeah, me neither. Absolutely no clue what the hell was going on throughout the entire thing. Yep. I know that there was a silver box that you had to put a dagger in. Yep. But I just had no idea what it was supposed to be doing. Because, Magic. Because the people kept arguing about what it was doing. I, I think some people were supposed to be saying, like, it's going to... Was this supposed to end the world? And then one guy was like, it's going to change the world. And I was like, I don't know what any of this means.
1: Yeah, do did they, did they mean, like, literally? Like, that was what I was very confused about know. for a long time. It's like, wait, like, are they literally? And then, yeah, so they started up and he's like... You got to get this thing from this tomb, you know, as she does. And she gets it and it's like, oh, you've triggered the apocalypse. And he's like, okay. And I think like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever, bud. You don't trigger the apocalypse by raiding a tomb. And then it's just like, no, no, he's serious because here's this catastrophic tsunami flood. And yeah. then, you know, all these other cataclysms are are supposedly going to happen So then you Oh yeah, can I
0: just can I just interject and say something? Yeah. I I don't like to I don't want to like have this section just be us ripping on the game because I did like how it played and I liked how the game looked. Yeah. But on on PS4, the water looked like garbage.
1: Did it? Yeah. Well there's no underwater effects when you're underwater.
0: I don't know how it looked on PC, but the water just did not look good on (laughs) PS4. It looked so bad when it was flowing. Which is really strange because the rest of the game. Looked really good. I'm not sure if anyone else saw that, but the tsunami bit—woof! It did not look uh, great. Right. I didn't notice that. Uh, it might be, a, it might be a console limitation thing. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, um, continue.
1: And then you spend like six hours just going to different places, getting trying to trying to get a thing. Yeah. So you uh, go to a tomb,
0: and the box is missing. Right. Which I I kind of liked. I was like, oh, she doesn't get her way this time. Yeah. But then you just go, you just go somewhere else and get it.
1: Right, and then, then the game like f- someone hit the fast forward button, and then you're at the end of the game, and he like absorbs the sun into a dagger. uh I mean, we have
0: to talk about. I know this is spoiler stuff, but if anyone's playing Tomb Raider, don't play it for the story. It's a it's a complete mess. I really really like the bit where all the crazy orcs are just on your side and jumping onto helicopters. That was I really that stupid. Was, I thought that was hilarious.
1: I They're had not, no idea what was going on. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. The the story I makes. I, I paid attention. I thought I paid attention. Uh, yeah,
0: I just didn't understand what the box was supposed to do. I think the tribe were protecting the box. Yeah. And then they knew somehow, even though they didn't really speak English, they knew that you were trying to save the box. Right. So she put a mask on you, and then at the end, she just like she just points at the altar, like I'm gonna kill you, and then yeah. she kills you, but then you're not dead
1: right this all checks out
0: <laughs> i have no idea
1: i don't what know what was happening i do not no know
0: idea. i don't it, know where the sacrifice thing came from why did that stop the box uh you I might have to write it. a
1: letter to square enix asking these questions uh yeah, because i, I don't, don't know. understand i know um, it was
0: about protecting Ah, oh, it was i think the, the box was about protecting that city or something like they they made it to protect this I don't know. Or don't he know. said if the box gets out, the city will be taken over. I don't know. Oh, that's my response to all these questions. And then at one time he just like I killed your dad. I was like oh oh He's like, yeah. You knew too much. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I know like they this happens all the time in Uncharted, so I can't really point it out. But when you played like four Uncharted and three Tomb Raider games. It just the cliché of you finding the artifact and then the bad guys come and take it from you. It got, it's got so old at this point. Yeah. It's like so predictable. Like you... Uncharted was probably even worse than Tomb Raider. But at this point, after playing all them, it's like you get the thing and then the bad guy, the evil British guy, comes in with a gun. He's like, oh, I'll be taking that from you. And it's like, yeah. oh, for fuck's sake. All right. And then you chase them down and you solve the puzzle for them and then they just get the thing because they point yeah. a gun at you. And it's like, oh, for God's sake
1: even though you're a fucking sick serial killer uh who yeah. loves guns oh. and slitting people's throats
0: <laughs> yeah so the the thing that i put down in capital letters which i told you about okay. before we started the yes. review is in capitals ludonarrative dissonance <laughs> oh no not that word yes unlike uh, i've ever seen in a game in my entire life whew. because what the Uncharted games? This is like a meme of Uncharted to the point where they named a trophy after it, and right. they're so they're almost self-aware about it. Oh yeah, where you know he's charming in the cutscenes and he murders fifty people. Yeah, and Tomb Raider was the same where she's killing all these people and she's like lovely Lara Croft and she's kind. Yeah. But they tried to do a thing in the game where they kind of they blur the lines where she's being murderous in the cutscenes, but then she's being like lovely and kind to children, and it just doesn't work. No. Like when you are just murdering enemies, you you get into the game mode. Like this is a video game. I'm just yeah. doing this for just don't acknowledge gameplay. it. Like, but then there's bits in the game where she's just like stabbing people like slowly with a knife. Yeah, and she like and it's like the oil rig scene where she's like, oh my god, that people. scene was
1: so embarrassing, Joe.
0: <laughs> it was like, oh my god, no. And I, it where seems she's like, like was trying to do something. Like I'm to, surprised to she to. wasn't
1: like licking the blade of her knife after she'd slit yeah. someone's throat. Like that's it how was, sick like, she is in this game. Like.
0: Oh my and then after the aura bit she just like hugs
1: Joda and she's yeah. like, oh blah blah, blah. And, and Joda's she- like, all right, Laura, did you get him? And she's like, Yeah, I got him. And it's like, <laughs> uh, like what? She didn't get him. She like she like murder bonered them all. Like she's yeah. she's insane in this game. Uh and, and
0: then And they tried to like blur the line where like the tsunami thing's fine because it was an accident. She just picked yeah. up the knife and she killed people. But in, in the like in the story, she's just brutally killing people.
1: Yeah, it's horrible. They dabble they in like, it for like a for like six hours, but then at the end they just throw it on the garbage and are like, nah, she's the hero again.
0: Yeah, and at the end she's like, oh, what are you gonna do next, Lara? Oh, I'm gonna do an adventure. And it's like she's crazy. She this is. She's crazy. a sicko. Lock her up. <laughs> lock her up. She's nuts.
1: <laughs> she goes nuts. Uh, yeah, I also think. Um, this was not something I noticed in Rise, but um, the voice acting on Laura Croft is really garbage in this game. Um,
0: it's the same go, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is, yeah. But just her line reads are very poor. Uh, okay. It, it's not normally something I, I would complain about in a game, because, you know, whatever. It's a voice acting, who cares? Uh, especially when it's the stories like this, but there's just a lot of, like, weird, just weirdly read lines in the game. It was just, it's yeah, it was just it stood out to me in a way that it doesn't normally in games. Mm. Anyways, uh, she, yeah, they need to lock Laura Croft up in a straitjacket because yeah, she's, this she she loves murder and she's gonna snap she one day murder. on civilized society. God, um, ruthless!
0: She's kills yeah. people with a knife slowly. It's horrible. That
1: scene in the oil rig was where it all broke for me. I oh was, yeah, I was having like a decent. I was having an okay time with it up until then, uh, but then that oil rig scene happened, and it, I, that was it. That was where it, it just it went down the drain for me right there. Uh, that yeah, scene that was it. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> wow. Like she literally rises out of the water with oil on her face and there's fire behind her and it's like and you know it's like apocalypse now and then she like slowly like Saving Private Ryan stabs someone in the chest with a knife yeah. and, and then, the guy like, on the beach is like oh my god yeah and everyone's like shitting their pants because Laura Croft the sicko serial killer of the jungle is here to end their lives uh, they even do something that The Last of Us Part 2 seems to be doing where the enemies call each other by their first names Oh, did they? I? I don't know if you noticed, noticed that, but there's a few yeah. times where one of the AI guys would be like, "Whoa, where where's Jerry? I was just talking to him." And the other, then Who's it's like, "My best friend is his birthday." It's like, <laughs> uh, "Bud, I just t- pulled a predator on him and hung him up in a tree by an arrow through his throat." Uh, yeah, uh, Jerry's dead. He, Laura Croft has killed him. Uh, <laughs> was, Christ! Yeah, it's, oof. it was you know, again in theory, interesting potential uh in exploring the the idea that the player character is actually a garbage person um but yeah but they don't they really don't do it no, and it doesn't pay do. off in any way no every time she goes anywhere and they're like oh my god laura we love you here's our ceremonial guard reserved for the highest people of the city You're, it's yours now you know uh oh look at the kids they love you laura croft like good thing they don't know your dark secrets yes uh no i think they should retire tomb raider for quite a while and bring it back embrace the the goofiness of the old tomb raider i want my dual pistols i want t-rex i want snowmobiles i remember tomb raider 2 i played some tomb raider too long ago yeah cool i fought those wolves on the mountain i want that back they need to. not every game needs to be so serious you know um no, well, I I liked. Could be ripping on this
0: game a lot. <laughs> I really liked playing. That's good. Uh, the game, and I liked the side tombs that I did. There was even like crypts, which are, like mini mini tombs, which yeah, I, which I liked as well. And I enjoyed all that stuff, and I enjoyed a lot of the main quest stuff, which was climbing tomb stuff and exploring. Uh, way too much reading on like, everything you pick up is like fourteen paragraphs. or might now. Yes. But uh, the story is complete nonsense and garbage.
1: Yep. Yeah yep
0: jesus christ i had no idea what the hell was going on no nope. and it goes from like being mayan and then all of a sudden it's like christianity and there's like jesus and you're doing a jesus puzzle and it's like what the
1: fuck am i doing
0: i had no idea what i was doing in that puzzle by the way i died like four oh, times. oh
1: yeah me too yes oh that one yes 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 if no, you just try and error for me Yep, yeah, totally yeah there was only three options per side and i was, I was just like, like well
0: am I, I'm I'm I missing some logic i don't get it at all yeah
1: i have no idea never figured it out just
0: my <sighs> I had um, like a, a minor point and a few like janky moments where like I was trying to jump to stuff and there was it yep. was, was like clipping through and it just it felt a little bit less polished yes like, in the oil rig I, there was a ladder to jump to and I just kept like I, jumping the, through it
1: yeah that escape sequence in the oil rig I failed numerous times because yeah. you just wouldn't jump to the right thing you know and yeah it, I had that as well yeah yeah what a weird thing I, I'm questioning everything I'm questioning rise. I don't yeah, even know well, anymore.
0: Surprise cuz cuz I'm half and half. I liked half the game and I didn't like half the game, but you just you didn't seem to connect with it at all.
1: I still think Rise is well, <laughs> Rise being the only one I liked. I think Rise is the best in the series. Uh, I do I do too. I
0: yeah. remember a lot of Rise. Like I, I remember the out outro like after the ending being really yes. cool as well.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole big city Like thing I would really replay cool. Rise of the Tomb Raider and I think I would theoretically hopefully maybe probably enjoy it um i, hope, I don't oh, know he anymore knows now and it, everything is yeah but uh man yeah shadow of the true writer is it's a mixed bag <laughs> sure yes If Fans you like of the series will say it's maybe a mixed
0: bag <laughs> <laughs> if you like the other two i think you'll like shadow but don't expect it to be like a revolution on the franchise and don't expect yeah. a good narrative because no you're... no Unless you like your ancient history archaeology stuff, maybe you Which you're this doesn't have
1: because you fight goblins in it.
0: Um <laughs> I just yeah, I didn't know what was going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's a it's a bad game. Really. Nope. Um and it is so so f- similar to the last two entries. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you liked the first two, you'll probably enjoy this one. Um Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Probably. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I, maybe I won't touch Rise. I should just uninstall it everywhere and just say, yeah, I liked Rise. <laughs> yeah, don't risk it. No. <sighs> All right.
0: I think that sums up Spider-Man and Tomb Raider.
1: Yeah. So we're we going into Destiny? Sure. Do I like Destiny too? Huh? I don't <sighs> even know anymore. God. Disney. So what did we do? We've done many talks about Destiny. We did the PS4 oh. where I talked about it. And then we did PC... <sighs>
0: Fuck. Uh, <clears throat> God, I can't be bothered to talk about Destiny.
1: We did the PC chat. That was, you know, Destiny's been oh. down a road over the last year. <sighs>
0: uh, what a fucking mess! It has been and continues to be, in my opinion.
1: Uh, really?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, just a just an absolute mess. Uh, what? Let's jump
1: forward a bit. Sure. What, do, what do you mean by it still is a mess?
0: Destiny has absolutely no fucking idea how to please everyone who plays it. Oh, it has no well, idea yeah. how to balance That's... the game between people who want to play a little bit and people who want to play a lot. And every single DLC they have messed up in that regards. to Where, the, where some people who buy it just aren't getting what they paid for. Well, like I in, think...
1: Oh, go ahead go ahead can continue continue
0: so in warmind if you were a casual player who didn't want to engage oh, in the grind yeah. you got like 2 hours of content yes and in forsaken you get like a you get half the content and then you get it lets you into the dreaming city and it's like you can't fucking play it even though we're letting you through the gates you can't play it unless you do the grinding stuff that casual people don't want to do right but take a look here's the stuff that you cannot engage with but there is you, a lot
1: more, at least, of the casual stuff, uh, thankfully. I like, yeah, because n- Curse of it's Osiris not like, and Warman like had Curse of Osiris and Warman had like ninety minutes. Uh, of yeah, there's casual more stuff, stuff in
0: Forsaken, which I liked. But it just they just don't know how to get the balance right of allowing. Well, I think they actually everything.
1: got the balance right here in that. No. It, just second, in that they got the balance right for people who want to play a lot of Destiny. In that, like, the hardcore grindy type of way. people that yeah, are You can
0: let people into the Dreaming City and give, like, high-end activities, like, strikes. But, like, the whole of the Dreaming City is, like, out of bounds, really. It's like, I can't even run around in it. I just like, get absolutely destroyed. I can't even do public events. Yeah.
1: I think... This is garbage. I think the first part of your statement was very accurate in that um, Destiny will never please everyone. And... In the last six months, they've really started leaning towards, all right, fuck off, casuals. We don't care about you so much anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately, for for people like you, I think it is unfortunate. But they're leaning more towards, hey, you hardcore weirdos that like to play a lot of Destiny, why don't we start building the game for you? Because you're the ones that have stuck through all of the shit. And I think it's probably better if they go that way instead of trying to please you or everyone. I think it's probably just, better if they just focus on, let's I agree, build it for the like,
0: hardcore. I agree, but don't let me in the dreamy City at all, you know? It's a bit of a cock cheese for you, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. It's, it was, it's like demoralizing. It was like, oh, I I hated it. That's too I hated too bad. being allowed into it. That's it was like, Yeah. It was like being beaten up because I oh my god. It's like, I, haha, ugh. look at
1: this cool stuff that you never yeah. will get to play, or maybe like, in like six months. Um, but you
0: can, you can try, but you're going to get absolutely shit on, and you're surrounded by people. It's it's, like you're being gloated at, really. Yes. Just people just running yes. around doing it, and you can't, you can you can try the public events, and you can explore
1: the Dreaming City while everything is destroying your face. I'm trying to think what the sucked. word is. It's It's like, um, it's not like a superiority thing. It's like, well, maybe a little bit, but it's like, God, what is the right word? Gloating is good. It's that sort of, you know, oh, you're only 320 light level? Oh, get out of here, loser. Yeah, you know,
0: everyone's watching you, like, die over when over again. <laughs> you trying to walk yeah. down a tunnel. And I was like, look, there's a guy over here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Maybe let's just rewind slightly. Um, Fine. Destiny 2, at launch, I think, was very smart for a lot of people, right? They... Hmm. They casual, they made that game very casual friendly and I think in theory and in execution, that was good for a lot of people. It brought you back. You were able to see everything in that game without grinding. It brought a lot of people back. I think Destiny 2 was, at at launch, was built for the people like yourself who abandoned Destiny 1 after two or three months. Yeah. Very intelligently, by the way. Like, let's not lie. Me, people like me who have stuck with Destiny for four years are sick, sick people, okay? Horrible, Mm. tormented garbage boys. Um, Okay, maybe not that far. But, you know, you got out early in Destiny 1, and that was smart for the better. And then they're like, all right, we want to get those people back for D2. And they did, and that was good. That was a successful endeavor. But the launch of D2 and the first... um, Expansion, quote unquote, expansion. Yeah, um, Jesus.
0: DLC is a more apt name.
1: DLC is even maybe a little generous. Um, that it, the the casual nature of it proved to be a bad thing in the in the longer run for the people that really care about Destiny. And yeah, it's been neat to see them finally after four years start to figure it out um figure out a direction it it feels like now finally they have a a, like a vision or a path for what they want this series to be who they want it to be for more or less i think and the sad reality is it's not for people that play it casually Um,
0: yeah but I, i think there's there is a way to do it there has to be a way to do it both ways. Because maybe, MMOs have yeah. been doing that for years.
1: I do think it would... yeah, I, I Like, I agree as well. I, I think it would be cool if there was a way for them to make it so that, you know, oh, you've got your nice, like, 10 to 15 hours of story stuff. And then maybe... F- I, maybe they should do, like, casual endgame and hardcore endgame stuff, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, here's... a a little raid or a a, an easier raid that or a raid that's at an easy light level to get to and then here's the fucking crazy raid that you can grind towards if you want to um Mm, yeah i don't know yeah like
0: (laughs) because honestly that's my only problem with the game is they just they just don't seem to know how to balance the different people who are playing it Right. And I totally agree that the people who are playing it the most should get the most content and should be yeah. rewarded. I just don't like the way they form it.
1: And I think, yeah, that's totally fair, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and totally understandable because uh, Destiny is fun to play, right? Uh, oh yeah, and, it feels
0: and, good, and it's got the best maybe art design in the industry.
1: Yeah, and like the end game content in those games is re- are, it's really unique, really cool yeah. stuff. Um raids are awesome. And I think it's a bummer that you and everyone else in our in our friend group probably won't see that end game stuff um for months if ever, because depending
0: the, on if I can boost my level some way yeah you know then, I'll, then I'll you see would it.
1: hope that like future d l. c s will raise the level cap and you'll be able to sort of bump up to like five whatever.
0: Yeah, it, um, it might be a thing where every now and then I just get a craving for yeah. a game like Destiny. I remember one time I got so desperate I even played the Division. <laughs> for, yeah, I put like twenty hours into the Division, because just sometimes you just want to shoot shit for no reason. Yeah. So maybe if I get into that mindset again, I will. I'll do a bit of daily stuff in Destiny because I was really in the mood for that type of game when Forsaken first launched. Yeah. And I and I enjoyed like the probably twenty hours I played of Forsaken. So if the mood hits me again. I probably will play more. I just. It was one of those things where I haven't played a multiplayer game in a while because (laughs) I just haven't really enjoyed Battle Royale, which is just not my pace. Yeah, yeah. And I don't don't like playing PUBG and I don't like the learning curve of Fortnite. So I've just kind of been shit out of luck when it comes to multiplayer games recently. Yeah. And I like multiplayer games. It might seem like I don't because I haven't been fucking playing any, but I just wanted to play Destiny. Yeah. But I don't want to fucking grind.
1: And we did. We played lots of Destiny. It was a good time.
0: It, it was good. That it was campaign's a good couple fun. Days.
1: Strikes yeah. are good. You know the the missions are cool. The environments are cool. The guns are good. The bow is good. Uh, but then, yeah, you run into the reality of Destiny that they they do a very good job of making you forget that it's the reality of Destiny. But the reality is that like it's a grinding game. It always has yeah. been. but there's it's just it's so segmented.
0: There's like yes. the campaign, and then there's the grinder. They're just not blended together, and it's weird. Oh.
1: Yeah, I think that sh- is a structural problem that they've always had, where it's just like play the campaign, and then you get to play the other, like the real game. You know, where it's like
0: yeah, I don't really understand like the the part of the DLCs where you fly to light level five hundred, then it goes yes. down to like going up two every week. I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, uh, it's really weird... weird in Forsaken how you go from what were you, like three thirty, three fifty, yeah, to five hundred with literally zero effort, mm-hmm. and then you can get to like you know five hundred five, five ten pretty easily, but then from five ten to six hundred, it's like hundred a hundred hours of grinding, you know. Yeah, and I think that's great for the people that want that, um, but, but that's that's a back. huge whiplash, right? Like, yeah. But sometimes I feel bad because
0: the people who put that time in—if yeah. there's another DLC artist and I come in, who hasn't done any of that stuff—and I just, I, I just catch up with them or even overtake them. Like I almost caught up with your light level. Yeah, which is I, nonsense.
1: As someone that <laughs> likes to grind in Destiny, I know it doesn't bother me that, that you, I mean, you still, you still get like the guns. You know, you yeah, get the guns and I'm and you can... seeing the content earlier, and you know, by the yeah. time the new DLC comes out, I'm, I wanted do the grind again you know uh so it's it does, just, it if, uh, it doesn't bother just, me that you come back to the end game stuff easily you know over time it just feels but. like they haven't got it right i don't know and and i i completely understand that uh from your desire you know your destiny itch uh mm-hmm. your your playstyle with it um and i agree i i especially with like the campaign and the f- flying to 500 you know and then it just is like, flip the switch, you know, turn the grind on, you know, it's just like, pull the lever, all right, end of progression, now you're getting drip feed for a hundred hours. Um, yeah. All that being said, Destiny has been a shit show for years, and I love mm-hmm. it. I hopelessly, desperately love Destiny, unfortunately. And... <laughs> D2 I liked D2 at launch and I agree it had many problems and the first DLC was abysmal and the first few months of this year were very bad. It was like every week it felt like oh there's another Bungie fuck up here. They go again. Yeah. For like for like all of January, February, and March it was like fuck up after fuck up. What are you guys doing? Um but then they like flicked a switch in May and from May onwards it's it's really felt like they are they have their path Set And and it is a path dedicated towards the hardcore, for better Mm. and for worse. And they have really done good stuff over the last six months. And it's impressive to me how much the goodwill of Destiny's community is able to swing and how quickly it can swing. Yeah, (laughs) wow. Because seven months ago, the community was like, we're done. Destiny's dead. Yeah. We're hardcore Monster Hunter players now, boys. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> yeah. this Destiny shit, right? And then September 4th it comes out and it's like, ch- just kidding. <laughs> Destiny, we're back into Destiny. We love it. It's amazing, right? Uh, For I should say it. Forsaken is, as a hardcore player, the best that Destiny has ever been by a long, long ways. Like... They nailed it for the hardcore people. Sorry, Joe. Uh Forsaken rules. They did did so so much good stuff with Forsaken.
0: Thing is, so much of Forsaken just feels like they're fixing what was broken in the first place. And the rest is just more. More of Destiny. Well another wave thing from the last DLC, more strikes, another raid. They did they they
1: fixed that stuff. Well, you yeah, go, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go, ahead, go
0: ahead, I find Destiny comparable to the Star Wars movies. It just never evolves. The only time you see them do anything interesting is in the raids, which I love. You see the raid teams experiment, and they're trying yeah. different, strange things with mechanics. And then, like the biggest expansion comes out, and the only new thing is a is like a bow and arrow, and some new classes, and a, That's some not new true. zones.
1: Was, what else is. Well, so, I mean, what, yes, like obviously. I'm not talking about
0: quality of life or UI things. I'm talking no, no, about like no. Game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gameplay stuff.
1: Well, I mean, gameplay stuff. Well, it's a video game and it's a sequel industry. Like, they're. I mean, the core gameplay of Destiny is never going to change. Uh, why not? Why would it? Like, Halo's because, never changed, you know. Uh, but the Halo, Halo always changed.
0: evolved between them. They got like different, crazy different things. And it just feels like it feels so limited. And like the only time you see them do anything creative is when you play the raids. It's almost like Whiplash. Like, wow, this is you see like the possibilities with what you can do with gameplay mechanics. And then you go back to the core game and it's just just shoot you shooting a big guy with a yellow bar. And it looks fantastic. But it's just the same shit over and over. Yeah,
1: I mean that's video games.
0: <laughs> it doesn't have to but this there's different stuff in this video game. In the raids. Yeah.
1: Well they've done a good they've done a better job, I think, of integrating some of those mechanics into strikes. Like there's that Dreaming City strike that has mechanics, and
0: yeah, but just like they they showed they made they brought the bow in and I was like, wow, this is this is really cool, and it feels completely different, and it feels like the first time since Destiny One where there's been something that feels really different to use. But and it's just
1: again the focus is like for like I I I don't need anything new added for gameplay wise, you know, and that's where they're they've steered the ship towards is like
0: they're gonna keep oh gambit was good gambit was a good idea
1: they yeah gambit's a cool new thing
0: yeah it's not really for me but it's a cool idea i like that
1: yeah totally and they did do new stuff for a second like yes <laughs> a lot of it is hey we've restored destiny to how it was two years ago i don't oops mm. didn't what uh why did we cut all this shit again in the first place i don't know you know i mean a lot like yes a lot of it is restorative and that's very unfortunate but they have done new things good like there's good quality of life improvements like the collection stuff is really smart and you know that's nice but they've also they did do new stuff with the end game with the dreaming city where it was changing every week when the raid was beaten the like the city started to be cursed last week people discovered at the peak of the curse there's a, a basically a three man raid that had unlocked uh and it's like this elaborate three man raid that that showed up in the dreaming city uh you know they they integrated what i like about forsaken that's new is them integrating end game and like world building and for the first time it feels for me it feels like destiny is somewhat alive like an evolving game where it's like oh what's happening this week in destiny you know yeah it's cool um with destiny 1 i remember my biggest hope when I when I had started playing it was like, man, I can't wait to see what they do, like what new stuff they turn on every week, right? And then there was nothing. <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh, we turned on Iron Banner. We want to play some PvP? Fuck no. I never want to touch the PvP again. Mm. Uh, and they never made the world and the game feel alive. Like, you know, we called it a, a, live, a live game, lifestyle game, whatever. It wants It has MMO aspirations. But it's never felt like that. It's always just been like, all right, one day every three to five months, all the new content comes out, and you play it, and then you know move on.
0: Yes, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And
1: for the first time ever, it's felt like, oh wow, this is evolving and changing. And the Dreaming City was like, oh, there's a new story mission every week. There are new like secrets to find. There are there's this whole other three man raid that they hid in they hid in there. That's a new type of activity. They call it a dungeon, and it's like somewhere between a strike and a raid. And hmm. and that's that was really cool. And I think this week, it's been four weeks now since Forsaken. And this is the first time where they've... I think this is the first week where it's like, all right, that's more or less all of the new stuff. But the fact that it was four weeks of new stuff is so much better than what they've done in the past. And they have yeah. presumably another event. The Halloween stuff will start in like a week or two and that'll have new stuff to do. And... That part of it is what I really like. Is like they've made the game feel a little more alive instead of just like, here's the DLC. See you in five months. Okay, bye. Yeah. Um, and I can't stress enough, like the success with which they have pleased the more hardcore people. And that and might you're be- you're
0: right. That is the most important
1: demographic for them, currently. Yeah. And pleasing the hardcore is probably at the expense of the the casual people- And that is unfortunate. And I I do agree. It's unfortunate that you sort of have to say, sorry, but we don't care about you guys so much. um, And we're not going to cater to you so much. And it's going to be better for us long term. You know, it's unfortunate. I agree. um, But it is the most I've enjoyed Destiny. And this is definitely the best it has been. And it's a very tricky franchise game because it it is so friendly to people, right? To a Mm -hmm. more relaxed, casual audience. Um, And I think that is even maybe part of why they don't add lots of new things to it is because there's that sort of Call of Duty simplicity to the core loop of just shoot things. It feels real good in that game, right? Mm -hmm. And I agree. I, I, you know... In an ideal world, yes, they would have some sort of magical solution that that pleases everyone. But it's an entertainment thing, and it's a video game, and it's it's hard to please everybody. And I think yeah,
0: I just this can't be this can't be the best that it can be though. It might not be.
1: Like again, this is the best that Destiny has been thus far, but it's still not perfect. It's I still got problems. it still probably has room to grow and maybe yeah, maybe they will pra- still find has- the magic spot, you know, where it pleases everyone. Uh that would be that'd be pretty cool if they did that. Uh I don't know that they will. I don't know if they can <sighs> because they, prob-
0: they probably can't.
1: Yeah, because I mean look at the shit show of the last four years with this series. But- it's
0: just a weird it's a weird thing for them to take on. They've taken on the this new genre. And they just don't really seem to know how to do it. And they're making it up as they go along.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're laying the road in front of them and they can barely keep up with it. And most of the yeah, times it, they don't keep up with that road. But Yeah.
0: And it's just it's kind of exhausting. And this is con- someone who's not even really that invested. Just someone who wants to play the stuff that's in the game. Yeah. And it's like, don't, if it is a full MMO, which is not my genre, then and don't it's like not disguise an MMO. it. Don't disguise it as not an MMO, if no. you know what I mean. It's just like, it's so conflicting playing this game. It feels like a first-person casual shooter with loot, Borderlands loot
1: elements. and then it's Except it's just like this hit- hardcore grind game as well. Yeah, but it's yeah. so
0: like segmented. You just hit a random war of nowhere. And it's yeah. just like, it's so strange. It's such a weird game.
1: Maybe I think it's the weirdest format in any RPG thing I've ever played. I completely, 100% understand where you're coming from. And I... I feel for you (laughs) because (laughs) there's a lot of good stuff that you haven't seen and won't see for months. And that's unfortunate. Uh, Yeah. Or ever. Or ever. Yeah. You might not ever see it, but also like, I think a lot of people should try to come to terms with the idea that maybe destiny was, is not actually for them, Uh, which is hard to do because it is so friendly so often, you know, Uh, but like as someone that destiny is for, uh, I would say Forsaken uh, nailed it, knocked it out of the park. Um, I hope they don't fuck it all up again next year. <laughs> you know? The so thing of Destiny 3, I just, I just
0: know that it's going to be one of those things where they show it and then they, they do like a vid doc and they're like, we've done all this and this and this and it sounds all perfect and I know I'm going to play it because yeah. Activision gives us the codes because they're lovely <laughs> to us. Oh yeah, right, Disclosure. So I'm gonna p- disclosure, Activision gives us the code. You can tell we're not biased because I'm <laughs> shitting. <laughs> but I'll probably end up playing it and then I'll want to play it because the game's gorgeous and the yeah. music is fantastic and it feels amazing on PC and then all of a sudden I'm just, I'm just like locked out because I don't put in 10 hours a week. And it's just, yep. I don't know. I just wish their format was better. I think you can give... End game people stuff to do, and make it really clear that hey, hey you want this stuff, you better be putting in the hours. Mm. Yeah. I think yeah, the dreamy city and- is it's my only like real big complaint. I think it's the worst they've ever done the casual hardcore blend. Which yeah, which might be hard for you to see because you're on the good side.
1: Yes, yes. I no, yeah. I think you're right. I think yeah. You, you've you been just- on
0: the other side before where they've catered to the casuals. Yes,
1: yeah. They do and I, I've just, just put a chilling. brick wall in front of you at a certain point and. And it's very jarring. I, I do agree. Yeah. Even though it's not
0: even like a brick wall, it's like a it's
1: like a current of ocean, and
0: <laughs> I can't fucking swim, and everyone else sure. can. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I can
1: try, but I'm just drowning. <laughs> yeah. As someone that didn't, you know, have those problems, I do still completely see where that yeah. where that problem you, is. You've been
0: yeah. on the opposite end of the spectrum where they've been catering to people like me, and, and I was I've, the, I've it just
1: was, like I walked, in, walked
0: into DOC one and like. Played my like seven hours and just left. I was like, that was sick meanwhile
1: I'm like looking at Destiny, like I haven't played this game in three months. What this blows, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Uh, so that, so that's what I'm saying. They just haven't figured out a way to blend it. Yeah, and it's the,
0: it's the opposite this time.
1: And I do think the likelihood of them ever getting a perfect blend is very low. Uh, yeah, and I mean, as a I, hardcore player, I agree I fine.
0: <laughs> that they flip. They flipped it in the correct direction. Yeah, they should be flipping it towards their loyal fans. Because other the people, that's gonna be buying those Eververse things. I'm telling you that. Uh
1: no, I've, I've never bought an Eververse bundle. <laughs>
0: Oof, I don't even want to know. I no, don't want to know. I
1: haven't. I have not. I've given them like twenty or thirty dollars here and there. I mean, we okay. we don't pay for the game, right? And Destiny is fucking expensive. That's another thing. The- yeah. If I bought Warmind.
0: And I was a casual player. I would have Oof. shit my pants. Twenty dollars
1: <laughs> for like a ninety-minute story that was very bad. Um, yeah, would have been a. Would, yeah, it's too pricey, and the flow is still weird. And and I hope that they don't do Destiny Three next year. I I think it would be better if they just keep massaging Destiny Two for a while. Still, yeah, figure it out. I think, think it would be there. cool. I, I if, agree with you. They're getting there. Yeah. but it's yeah. just
0: it's been so long, man.
1: I think. It would be cool if they saved Destiny 3 for like, you know, next generation or 2020 something like that and like really do new stuff with it cuz Destiny 2 I mean the 2 is very generous, right? Like Yeah. Very. I generous. just
0: think I just think if you put like Forsaken side by side with vanilla Destiny 1, you wouldn't think there's been 4 years, you know.
1: No, yeah, I agree. I mean if you put the Taken King beside Forsaken you wouldn't see a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, you would in like some some of the more end game stuff, right? But like fundamentally, there's not a huge difference between Forsaken and the Taken King, and the Taken <laughs> King came out twelve months after Destiny One, and this is four yeah. years now. Yeah, um, for many many times where it's been, it's felt like this is the most disastrous disastrous series in video games in terms of the profound mismanagement and fucking things up but uh it's nice to feel positive about destiny again i hope they don't repeat the cycle a third time because that would be that would would be be incredible i mean it would be it would be fascinating to watch and that part of me would be kind of i would kind of enjoy it you know but then the (laughs) other part of me would be be sad again about destiny (laughs) And I like feeling good about games. And I like feeling good about yeah. Destiny. Fuck off everyone that's like Destiny's so bad. I don't care. You you're maybe you're right. I don't even know, but just let me like Destiny, god damn it. You can like Destiny. Thanks. Thanks, Joe.
0: Fucking sucks though. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish it sucked. It would be so much easier if it just plain sucked. That would make things way easier. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It would it be so. Much, I would have
1: so much more time for other games if if I didn't play Destiny. It doesn't suck though. It's really fun and it looks amazing. It does. The art is so good. Oh, the eye's is so good. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> anyway, here's hoping we don't even have to have a conversation about Destiny next year because it's just more no. of the same. We'll see. We'll if see. We, we, yeah. If
0: not, we will do a year two talk maybe if it's still adding stuff.
1: Yeah, because we don't really know what the what their expansions are gonna look like, and then we don't know what's next year. Uh, signs I would say would point more towards another Forsaken slash Taken King expansion next year. Okay, uh, like lore wise story stuff makes it would make a lot of sense to do another big expansion and then Destiny three and another two years or something but. well
0: I'm, I'm this far in i don't know if i'll be playing to the end but i'll at least be spectating i'll be yeah. seeing what they or you'll
1: do. play the end like a year after it comes out when you're in the light, yeah, light, light
0: it's level it's <laughs> so, so f- it's fun to run around and shoot stuff
1: what happens with the final raid of the final expansion of the final game when there's no way to get there except grinding you'll never see that that's i will i will never see that <laughs> Unless
0: I can buy, it is Activision. They might give me the possibility of buying. Just buy way your to... level
1: boost your way to raid ready. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that would be so gross. Yeah, I did. They, yeah. I did play some of the raid, by the way, the new raid. Uh, okay. Did the first two encounters? It's, it's honestly,
0: they might allow that to happen like six months to a year down the line. I think that's what World me. of Warcraft does. They like wait a year or so, to everyone's like at X point, and then they go here. You can level boost to ninety, and then hundred. Like if you that. could
1: pay ten dollars to get up yes. to raid ready would you do it
0: uh yes
1: there you go 100 ship
0: it 100 put it in the game <laughs> i would 100 percent do that to skip all that stuff because i like i paid 10 bucks just to pay the raid yeah that's fair the raids are very good it's the best part of uh destiny some of yeah. the best multiplayer shooter fun i've had in years
1: thankfully we still have that old raid layer to go back to which we'll yes. we're all over leveled for so
0: yeah and I'll, I'll, I'll probably play some more as well i'm mm-hmm. just I'm on the other side of the fence this time. Yeah, I'm the one who's not getting anything. No love from Bungie.
1: Well, you got like 12 hours. I and want more! That's fair. That's very fair. Anyways. Anyway. You should put a moratorium Sweet. on Destiny Chat for the rest of time.
0: Oh, God. Anyway, let's move <laughs> off this topic. It makes me miserable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we got misery from both of us. It, it's It's a good review roundup.
0: Yeah, it was a long one. There's a lot to talk
1: about. It was.
0: Mostly Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man was an hour. It was, yeah. There's a lot going on in Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was good. Tomb Raider was so-so. And I don't don't even know where to summarize Destiny. It's just... Destiny's great. Yay! Fuck Tomb Raider. Just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But I hated it. All right. That sums up this one. We will be back in uh, another month to talk about probably Forza and definitely Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't think either of us have much uh, enthusiasm or ex- excitement to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey since I went we're, deep into Origins yeah. and it looks like just like th- another one. And so. Call of Duty
1: is a multiplayer-only game, so...
0: Yeah. We're, Not... we're, well, I don't know if we'd be playing Blackout, but I whatever. We won't I be don't. talking about that. Yeah. So that be a Red Dead. Dead. Have you ever heard Re- of a it? Red Dead. Yeah, we'll be talking about Red Dead next time. But until then, everyone, uh, have a have a good. I'm completely exhausted. Have a good uh, good good de- night. month. Have a good month. E- enjoy Red Dead, and we'll talk to you then. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> well, Destiny Two is exhausting, man. It's ruined me.
1: I agree. <laughs> it God. is ruining me.